Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ozdel Podcast. Uh, you may recognize me from the Beyond the Ballpark podcast. You could be coming from there and listening to this one. Second podcast. Uh, I started Beyond the Ballpark uh, at about the fall of 2020. So I've been podcasting for a little while now. I'm your host, Patrick Moran, and I'm your only host. I do not have a co-host. Of course, Brendan Cunningham, a Red Sox fan, can't really do this podcast. Um, but I'm excited to get going and talk about the Baltimore Orioles, my favorite major league team. Um, super excited to get going. Uh, Orioles have always been my favorite team. I know I have some Oral listeners out there, um, and I just have some supporters out there that maybe not Oral fans, but they're just listening to listen, and that's totally okay, uh, in my opinion. You can listen just if you want to, you know, kind of stay in the loop of the team that, you know, you don't really know. So that's totally fine. Um... And I'm super excited to get going, and there are a lot of things to talk about in this episode. So, I think, without further ado, we should just, uh, get into this. So, as I mentioned in the previous segment, a lot to talk about here, uh, at the OSTA podcast. Um, and I think the foremost thing is... Ray Ruiz, uh, designated for assignment. Yeah, DFA, and in case you don't know what DFA means, but I'm assuming you do, uh, DFA is where a player just gets kind of released, um, and that's basically what designated for assignment is. Sadly, Ray Ruiz was kind of scuffling in the early going. Uh, I know Ray Ruiz had a stellar 2020, um, but sadly, the Orioles decided to kind of give up the ghost with him. I'm a little sad because... I kind of liked Drew Ruiz, and he was just a cool little player. Um, but his 2020 slash line isn't great. 90 at-bats, 1.167 average, 3 homers, 6 RBIs, 2 stolen bags, and an OPS at .550. Um, yeah, that's not really going to cut it as an everyday player. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm honestly a little sad about that. I, I liked Drew Ruiz. He had this great memory for me when he walked it off against Houston. Uh, I remember that game vividly because I was at that game. So, I was a little sad to hear that news, um, and I was, uh, yeah, he's, he kind of brought a little joy to my heart, and it's just a little sad to let him go. He's not going to be playing anymore. Uh, Stevie Wilkerson getting recalled, Dr. Poopoo, as he's known, of course, is that famous save at Angel Stadium when the game was like 16 innings. Uh, so, yeah, Stevie Wilkerson is back. Of course, he didn't play because of an, a finger injury, I think, um, but the Orioles selected his contract from Norfolk, so he is back on the team, and he kind of, maybe he'll he'll get some time at second base. I know he can play some of the infield positions, I know he can play the outfield. Uh, so it helps that Wilkerson is versatile, but he's not that strong. Um, a guy like Stevie Wilkerson, um, I, I view as a utility player. 2021 stats, only five at-bats. I mean, he just came up. Um, and... Full MLB career stats are, he's had a 380, 380 at-bats, 221 average, 10 homers, 39 RBIs, 4 stolen bases, and a .649 OPS. Uh, th- th- those aren't great numbers for an everyday starter, and I don't think that's what the Orioles are viewing him as. I definitely see him as more of a you know versatile backup. Um, and of course, I think Pat Flick is going to be kind of taking over second base uh, for the time being. And I, I don't expect Wilkerson to get a whole lot of time, but I do expect him to get some time. Um, so I, I, I definitely think the Orioles are going to have to pivot 
Uh, I'm, I'm honestly going to make a prediction right here. You heard it here first, folks. I think a guy like Ryland Bannon or Jeremiah Jones is going to get called up. I mean, if you're re- releasing Ruiz like this, it, I have a feeling that this is indicating that one of those two is going to come up. Ryland Bannon's a really scrappy, young, um, or he's a 25-year-old scrappy top prospect in the Orioles system. Uh, he trained with them in spring training, but he didn't have a good spring in Sarasota where the Orioles have their spring training. So, um, honestly, I don't know what to, uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. Of course, Ryland Bannon coming over in the Machado trade, um, but either him or Jemai Jones, I think, uh, will, will definitely come back. Uh, Jemai Jones, of course, uh, the big piece in the Alex Cobb trade, and Alex Cobb went to the Angels, and Jemai Jones, I think, had a s- solid spring. Um, he only had one RBI, seven at-bats, 429 average in his big league career. I definitely expect him to come up sometime this season. So, uh, yeah, I expect him to come up and make an impact with Baltimore. Um, I, he's injured right now, so it's going to hurt his chances. But I think once he's ready to go, uh, he's going to be ready to go. And I think he's going to be ready to make an impact. Uh, Ryland Bannon, actually more of a third baseman, to be honest. Um also can play second. Um, I think he can definitely make an impact uh, as well if he can, you know, put up those good numbers at uh, Norfolk. Um, so, I not only expect one of those two to come up and, you know, start playing second base. Maybe Jemai Jones because he actually is a second baseman. Bannon's more of a third baseman. So, obviously, uh, the Orioles are going to have to pivot to second base. This is a position that we are lacking right now. And with where he's gone, he was actually a third baseman, but the Orioles moved him over to second prior to the signing of Miguel Franco. Uh, so it's going to be different. Um, it's second base is uh, is a little lackluster right now. But I definitely expect uh, I definitely expect to see something with uh, with second base. I don't know something could happen, but you heard it here first, folks. I think Bannon or Jones gets called up and starts playing second base. Um, and that's, that's basically the big thing. Very disappointing game last night. Uh, Tampa Bay, Orioles had it on cruise. Um, 5 nothing early, and it just got lost. And then the Orioles pitching got lost. Very disappointing, but hey, it is what it is. You know, it's tough. It was, it was really tough. John Means, really, really good. But Plutko kind of got... Adam Plutko got a little intimidated. Got rocked a little bit. Tanner Scott kind of came in, and then Fry came in and kind of soiled everything. So it was a tough loss, but, you know, obviously the Orioles are going to have those games. And, you know, that's kind of what you have to expect. Uh, Trey Mancini, really good to see him off to a great start this season. Uh, Of course, coming off from colon cancer. So obviously he's going to have to pivot um, a lot. And there's going to be, there's a lot riding on him because the Orioles are going to play him at third base. Chris Davis being out for the season with his hip surgery, so he will not be... Chris Davis will not be setting foot on the field at all this year. So, obviously, it's going to put a lot on Trey Mancini and quite a bit on Mount Castle, Ryan Mountcastle, uh, if the Orioles decide to go down that path. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, but it could. And, yeah, I think there's a lot of... There are a lot of things that the Orioles could do, a lot of prospects that the, or, that the Orioles have ready. And I think it's just a matter of time before the Orioles can finally get some winning uh, winning baseball in Baltimore. Um, and now we're going to do a 
prospect analysis. So we're going to take a look at the top 30 prospects. And let me just say this. The Orioles prospect system, farm system is absolutely loaded. They've had some top, top picks and got some top, top players or young prospects. So obviously, it's this is going to be really, really good. And we're just going to kind of review this. Um, and just kind of go down this list of the top 30 prospects. Um, so I think actually we're going to start at number 30. Um... Joseph Ortiz, shortstop, Aberdeen, Ironbirds, uh, 22 years old, 5'11", um, 175 pounds, um, honestly don't know what's going to happen here, uh, I, I, I genuinely don't know if Joseph Ortiz, never heard of him up until now, uh, so not really much to tell you, let's take a look at his scouting grades, uh, 45 hit, 45 runs, 55 field, uh, 50 power, 55 arm, and 40 overall. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how good his chances are at, you know, making a shortstop maybe gets traded at one point. I don't know what the Orioles are going to do with him, but he's just the 30th prospect. I've barely even heard of him, so I, I really don't know what to say here. And next prospect, Luis Gonzalez. You know, again, another prospect that I don't really know too much about. Um, 40 hit, 40 run, 40 field. 50 power, 40 arm, an overall 40. Uh, so it's saying here that the Orioles signed Gonzalez out of the Dominican for 475000 as a headliner of the 2018-19 international signing class. Uh, I've heard that he's had really good power um, uh, wherever he is. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I mean, a young power outfielder really going to be making an impact. So, um I don't know. Again, not don't know too much about him, so yeah. Daryl Hernandez, and uh, again another one that I know too don't know too much about. Um, he is a shortstop at Del Marva, the Orioles single A ball or A ball. Uh, Nineteen years old, six one, one seventy pounds, uh, righty, and he's expected to come up at twenty twenty five. Uh, he's got a forty hit, fifty. Braun, 40 field, 40 power, 40 arm, 40 overall. Um, again, I, this is like the prospects that I don't know about, so I, I can't really speak on behalf of any of these guys. So, obviously, it's going to be hard. So, uh, next up, we got Garrett Stallings. Now, Garrett Stallings, I do know something about. He's out of Tennessee. He has a grandfather actually grew up in Baltimore, so the first game he ever went to was at Camden Yards. Uh, coming over in the... I genuinely forgot what trade he came over in. Was he in, like, the... Uh, I don't know what trade he was in. Hold on. Uh, I know he's coming over from the Angels. I'm going to have to check this. LA Angels. He might have... Was he in the Cobb trade? I don't know. I, I, I'm genuinely lost here. This is, like... This is what I... Um, I have to look at the Angels roster. Wait a minute, was he in the... No, there's no way he was in the Bundy trade. I know that was Madsen. Um... I genuinely don't know who he was traded for. Uh... I don't know. This is... Okay, so I don't know who he was traded for. Traded for someone, obviously. Uh... 
Installing, a guy like Garrett Stallings, I think he's going to come up soon. I think he's going to be ready by next season. He's going to do really well. Uh, and I'm I'm expecting some stuff out of him. I expect um, a good amount of talent from him. And just, yeah. So next prospect, Drew Rom. Uh, Drew Rom. Don't know too much about. He's a lefty. Um, pitching at Aberdeen right now. 21 years old. Um, 6'2", 170 pounds. Um, 50 fastball, 50 changeup. Uh, 55 slider, 45 control overall, 45. Uh, not terrible. Um, but I don't know what to expect. Um, maybe I'm expecting like a bullpen roll on him. The Orioles have a lot of prospects that are starters, so... I don't know really where they're going to go with him. Maybe he's a trade chip by some point. Um, so, yeah. That's what I have to say about Jerome. Samuel Basalo. Samuel Basalo, uh, international signing. was not drafted. Uh, 45 hit, 40 run. I mean, what do you expect from a catcher? Catchers are slow. Uh, 50 field, 50 power, 50 arm, 45 overall. Um, yeah, again, he's an international signing. So, don't know too much about my. I mean, I'm just going to warn you here. I don't know too much about these lower prospects. So, I there's not a whole lot I can talk about. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's Samuel Basalo. Um, so, I don't know what his chances are of making the Orioles. I know a uh, prospect that we're going to get to uh, is coming up this season. 99.9% of the time. So, I don't know what Pasala's chances are. Maybe uh, our pros catching prospect gets a little old. Pasala's only 16 years old. So, maybe the Orioles can pivot and kind of rely on him. But, next prospect. Anthony Servito. Again, not don't know too much about him. 22 years old. Um, 5'10", 175. Um, bats lefty but throws righty. Um, 45 hit, 60 run, that's really good. Uh, 55 field, power 40, 50 arm, overall 45. Uh, I don't know. Um, so, Anthony Servito, I don't know. I mean, Laura's have a lot of infielders. They have a lot of prospects, so I don't know, uh, how good his chances are of, you know, making a major league roster, but, um, I mean, you know, again, another trade chip, possibly. But, yeah, I don't know too much about these guys. I'm sorry. Um, Kyle Stowers, Aberdeen, um, 23 years old. Uh, I don't see him making it up. I, I just see him being a trade. Some Someone the Orioles get a trade away. 45 hit, 50 run, 50 field, 45 power, 55 arm, and 45 overall. Um, uh, again, I don't know too much about these guys. Uh, he's a lefty, lefty outfielder, so, uh, that's Cal Stowers, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know too much about these guys. I'm sorry. I know I keep saying that, but I don't know too much. Um, Tyler Nevin. Tyler Nevin, I believe, was in the Michael Gibbons trade. Uh, so, coming over from Colorado. 23 years old. Uh, I think he's gonna come up this year. 6'4", 225. Um, 55 hit, 40 run, 50 field, 50 power, 45 arm, 45 overall. Um, 
I expect him to come up and play play well. Uh, he's a first slash third baseman, so I don't know what position he'll be playing because Mancini and Mikel Franco are locking down both corners. So I don't know what his chances are. Maybe he gets into a DH spot. He's playing in Norfolk right now, and I expect him to come up. Rylan Bannon. I was mentioning him earlier. Scrappy little second baseman slash third baseman. I expect him to come up and play second base as soon as possible. Um, maybe because Jemai Jones is injuries, it's going to increase his chances. Um, really scrappy player, gritty. I've heard uh, 45 hit, 50 run, 50 field, 50 power, 55 arm, and 45 overall. Um, Rylan Bannon, that's... I fully expect him to come up, so watch out for him. I think he can be an absolute dark horse of the Orioles. I think, I've heard he's just really good, really gritty, and has a good work ethic, so uh, expect Ryland Banner to come up and make an impact as soon as possible. Carter Ballmer. Uh, looks like he attended Catholic school. Um, don't know too much about him. 19 years old, 6'2", 195, 55 fastball, 50 changeup, 45 overall, Curveball is a 55 and control is 50. Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know too much about Carter Palmer. Uh, barely even heard of him up until now. So, a lot of these prospects I know, but some of these prospects I don't know. So, yeah, that's Carter Palmer, I guess. Michael Hernandez. There's, people are saying that he has signs of a young Derek Jeter. And, of course, Derek Jeter being, like, one of the best players of all time to ever set foot on a baseball field. Um, 50 hit, 55 arm, 55 field, 50 power, 50 run, and 45 overall. All those are 50 or above, uh, which is really, really good. And he did get internationally signed. I remember that. Um, and that's, that's kind of it. I don't know too much about him. And coming out of, I believe, the Dominican. Uh, uh, I don't know where he's coming out of, actually. Probably coming out of the Dominican, though, so I'm just going to assume that. Uh, next prospect. Oh, Alexander Wells. Alexander Wells, lefty Norfolk Tides currently. Native of Australia, out of all places. 24 years old. 195. Uh, lefty. Got... Oh, it was signed. I'm, I'm sorry. He did not get drafted. Um, 45 fastball, 50 curveball, uh, 60 control, which is really, really good. You want to pound the strike zone as a pitcher. 45 slider, uh, 55 changeup, 45 overall. And like it says here, native of Newcastle, Australia. Um, I, I expect him to come up. I expect a lot of these players to come up. I know who this guy is. And I think he has good stuff. So, Alexander Wells, look out for him. Uh, could be coming up this season. I expect quite a bit of these players, quite a lot of these prospects to come up and kind of make some make some noise. Jemai Jones mentioned him earlier about this whole second base dilemma. 23 years old, 6 feet. Uh, drafted by the Angels in 2015. Uh, 50 hits, 60 run, 50 field. 45 power, so not great power. Uh, 50 over arm. I'm sorry. Uh, 50 arm, 45 overall. Um, so he's just very athletic, and I think he can be a good, like, 
five tool player, I think, uh, in my mind. So I I expect him to come up this season as well. He made his debut in twenty twenty, so he kind of indicated that he's ready to come up and make some noise. So I expect him to do that in Baltimore as soon as he's uh you know gonna come up. Kevin Smith. I don't know Kevin Smith that well. Uh, Kevin Smith, I think, was actually in the Miguel Castro trade. 24 years old. Um, he was... He's 6'5". Uh, he's a righty. Uh, or, I'm sorry. He throws lefty, but he bats righty. Drafted in 2018 by the Mets. Uh, 200 pounds, 50 fastball, 50 changeup. Um... Slider, 55 control, 55, uh, and 45 overall. Um, so I think he's expected to come up 2022. Um, so I'm going to keep my eye out for him and see what he can do um, here in his path to making it to the major leagues. Kobe Mayo, next prospect, 19 years old, another really young guy, third baseman. Um, 20, he's drafted in 2020. He's expected to come up 2024. Uh, his hit is 45, run 40, field 45, 60 power though, 70 arm, 45 overall. Uh, you know, I think power and arm are, have absolutely skyrocketed uh, in their value. Uh, so definitely, he can if he can develop in the minor league system, I think he can be really deadly. There are definitely some things he can improve on. 45 hit, not that great. Run 40, 40 run isn't that great either. 45 field isn't that great. Um, so I expect him to kind of develop in the Orioles system. And he's at the GLC or GCL Orioles, and he's a rookie. So kind of expect him to develop in the Orioles system. So Hudson Haskin next up. Uh, the Marvin Shorebirds outfielder. A ball, 22 years old. Um, excuse me. 6'2. Um, 200 pounds, righty. Uh, drafted in 2020. Um, 50 hit, 60 run, 60 fields, 45 power, uh, 45 arm, 45 overall. Um, definitely looks like he's a glove first guy. Um, so I can kind of envision like a, a guy flying around the outfield in Baltimore. So I think that's what you can kind of expect based on these scouting grades. Um, so yeah, that's how it's been asking for you. Ryan McKenna, he has made his debut this season, 24 years old. Actually shares a birthday with me, Valentine's Day. Shout out to that, even though he's not listening, probably doesn't even know who I am. Uh, 45 hit, 65 run, 60 field, 45 power. Again, not a, kind of a contact first guy. Uh, arm 50 and 45 overall. Um, Ryan McKenna's looked kind of stellar so far. Quietly one of the better Orioles uh, in his little brief stint. So kind of, you can expect him to make some noise. Um, again, not getting a whole lot of playing time because the Orioles outfield is loaded right now. Or not really loaded, just... Orioles have a lot of outfielders right now. He's just kind of taking a roster spot because he has the option. So, yeah, that's Ryan McKenna. And he's, like, good. He had a triple first first big league hit. Uh, I like Ryan McKenna a lot. Probably my favorite player in the Orioles um, if he stays. 
Uh, Cal Bradish, right-handed pitcher, 24 years old, uh, 6'4", uh, 55 fastball, 55 curveball, 45 control, 55 slider, uh, changeup, uh, 45 and 45 overall, a lot of 45 overalls. Um, actually in the Dylan Bundy trade, so I kind of want to see some stuff out of him. Um, so Cal Bradish currently at Bowie. Expected to come up in 2022. Adam Hall, kind of an up-the-middle guy. Uh, 21 years old, 2022. Expected to come up. Um, 165 pounds, 5'11", 50 hits, 60 run, 55 field, 40 power, 55 arm. Overall, 45. Uh, again, not too good overall. But, again, scouts are tough cookies. So, kind of it's kind of what you can expect. Um... And it's it's Adam Hall. Taryn Vavra. Taryn Vavra is a highly acclaimed little player. Uh, 24 years old. Expected to come up in 2022. Michael Giddens trade, I believe. Um, uh, 6 one, 200 pounds. He's a lefty at the plate, but he's righty in the field. So that's good. Um, 55 hit, 50 run. 50 field, 45 power, uh, 50 arm, overall 45. Um, you can kind of expect to see him up next season. Um, so, yeah, that's Taryn Valver. Zach Lowther actually made his Orioles debut. He's not on the active roster right now. He's on the 40-man. Um, but he has made his debut. So, that's good. And he's he's good at pounding the strike zone. I saw that in his debut. 25 years old. Uh, drafted in 2017. Um, he's a lefty, and it's looked really good so far. Fastball, 55. Curveball, 55. Control, 50. Slider, 40. Changeup, 50. Overall, 50. Um, drafted in 2017 out of Xavier. Um, Norfolk currently, but expect him to kind of make his way and stick to the Orioles roster sooner or later. Use Neal Diaz. Use Neal Diaz in the Dodgers trade. Uh, with Machado, drafted in 2015, 24 years old, um, born in October, um, 6'1", 215 pounds, uh, righty, 50 hit, 50 run, 55 field, 50 power, 55 arm, overall 50. Um, expect them to come up this year again. A lot of these Orioles prospects are ready, so there's a lot on the line for a team like the Orioles with their prospects. And Yusniel Diaz is one of those guys is ready to come up and make an impact. And currently sitting at Norfolk. Mike Bauman. Michael Bauman is actually on rehab at Delmarva. But don't worry about him. He'll be fine. Uh, he's a little injury prone, which I'm agitated about. Um, but that's just the way it is. Um, 25 years old. 6'4". Drafted in 2017. Um, third round. 215 pounds. Um, 20 to 80 grading scale. Uh, 60 fastball. 45 curveball. 50 control. 60 slider. 50 changeup. And overall 50. Um, again, another one of those guys that's just ready to make that impact ASAP. 
So expect Mike Bauman to make his debut in 2021 or 2022. The Orioles have a talented farm system, and it's ready to go. Jordan Westberg, Delmarv Shorebirds currently. He's another one of those. For actually 22 years old. Um, born in February 6'3". Uh, weighs 203 pounds. Um... Drafted in 2020 by Baltimore. Um, 50 hit, 55 run, 50 field, 50 power, 55 arm, 40 or 50 overall. Uh, this is where it kind of starts to get good. Um, Jordan Waxberg, again, uh, he's going to be ready 2023, they're projecting. So don't expect him to come up this season. I think he's still kind of developing, getting into a groove. But that's Jordan Westberg. Gunnar Henderson, a young, just and and tight, enticing player, um, nineteen years old, six two, two hundred ten pounds. Obviously, he's hitting the gym. Lefty hitter, righty thrower. Drafted in twenty nineteen by Baltimore. Um, fifty five hit, fifty run, fifty field, sixty power, sixty arm, fifty five overall. You can obviously see by the scouting grades that there is a lot of talent that uh, Henderson Henderson is bringing to the table. So, yeah, that's Gunnar Henderson for you. And I think he's going to be a really good young athlete by the time he comes up. D.L. Hall, Bowie Bay Sox currently. He's actually gotten off to a really good start this uh, in Bowie this year. Uh, 22 years old. Um, 6'2", 185. Uh... 65 fastball, 50 slider, 45 control, 55 curve, 55 changeup, overall 55. D.L. Hall is just so good. He's so incredible. He's, he can fan at least 10 a game. That's how good he is. He's just he's incredible, talented, and that's expecting him to make an impact next season. Haston Kerstad, it's going to be a little longer for him, but he's another one of those highly touted prospects. Uh, 22 years old, 6'3", 205. Pounds drafted in 2020 by Baltimore. 45 hit, 45 run, 50 field, 60 power. Scouts are saying that his power is really good. Um, 55 arm overall, 55. Um, coming out of Arkansas, so I don't know what to expect out of Heston Kerstad. Heard he's overrated, but I've also heard he's really, really good. So that's basically what I'm going to say about Heston Kerstad. Grayson Rodriguez, number two prospect. 21 years old, 6'5". He's drafted out of Texas, I think. 220 uh, pounds. And he's a... bats lefty, but he throws righty. Um, 65 fastball, 50 curveball, 50 control, 60 slider, 65 changeup, 55 overall. Um, he's Yeah, he's out of Texas. Um, drafted in 2018. Quick pivot for him. Gonna come up next season and he's gonna be really good. And now, here's the moment that we've all been waiting for. Allie Rushman. Adley Rushman. You wanted to hear that name as soon as you heard that I was going over the prospects. And here it is. Adley Rushman is a beast. Gotta listen to me. He is gonna come up in 2021. I don't care if the Orioles don't do it. He will do it. He will come up. He's gonna be. He's already knocking on the major league door. He's so incredibly good. Uh, Sixty hit, thirty run. I mean, he's not a great runner. Catchers aren't. Sixty-five field, sixty-five power, 
60 arm, 65 overall. You can obviously see from those scouting grades that he is a very high, very highly touted prospect. Um, Adley Rushman's incredible. He's so good. I've seen some of his highlights. He is incredible. He matches baseballs. He is an excellent framer behind the plate. He can absolutely hose runners at second base, throw them out like, like warp speed. He is incredible. He is just so incredibly good. Watch out for him. He is going to come up probably midseason. But, he, oh, my. He is so good. He's so good. And that's it. Those are uh, those are our prospects uh, for today. That is the full list um, made by MLB Pipeline, willing to assume. So, that's basically it. Did the analyst. Did a analyzation on the prospects and went over the Rio Ruiz DFA'd. Um, so, yeah, I think we should head to the next segment to uh, get the outro. So that will conclude today's episode. That will conclude today's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and I certainly had a lot of fun analyzing New Orleans prospects. Um, super fun. I love talking Orioles baseball, and I will continue to do that on this podcast. And also, go follow Beyond the Ballpark uh, on your local platform. Um, so, it, it's a really good podcast, and I've gotten a lot of love for it. Both are baseball, so, but that's just what I know best. So, that's kind of how it played out. Um, but yeah, go check out Beyond the Ballpark if you haven't. It's really, really good in my opinion, but of course, I'm biased because it is my podcast. So, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but if you do, you do. But I think this is a perfect place to be if you're an Orioles fan. But also, you can go check out Beyond the Ballpark, where me and my cousin Brendan Cunningham, we host it. And we have a lot of fun. We have a lot. We can have a little controversy sometimes. And we'll have another episode on Saturday coming out. So, make sure you, if you want to go follow Beyond the Ballpark, make sure to stay tuned for that. And, yeah, thank you so much for listening to the first ever episode of Beyond the Ballpark. Or, I'm sorry, not Beyond the Ballpark. Oh, this is not podcast. Super excited to be here, and I hope this podcast will continue on and get a lot of love. So, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.